Hey there, you're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If doing all the things you were told to do to grow your practice have left you overwhelmed and exhausted, you're in the right place. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic who are just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. If you're done with spinal screenings and health fears, want more time freedom, more money in your bank account, and a practice that you love without sacrificing your health, be sure to grab the Aligned Chiropractors Survival Guide at AlignedChiroSurvivalGuide.com. Now, sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Well, hey there, welcome to episode 172 of the Aligned Women podcast. Today, I'm bringing you a guest to the show. Her name is Sarah Juliuson, and I am so excited for you to hear this conversation. I know that you're probably feeling overwhelmed, run down, maybe even worn out, exhausted, burned out about everything, life, practice, etc. right now, and that there's this part of you that feels like you should be doing more, even though you don't have the bandwidth to do more. You want to be doing things to grow your practice. You don't have the time or the energy to do those things or the focus. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about marketing, but what we're talking about is SEO. And if you're not doing anything for SEO on your website, or you don't have a website, or you're not sure that your website is really working to bring new patients into your practice listen to this episode. Just listen to it. You don't have to dive into doing anything straight away. Just listen to the episode because what we share in today's episode is a way for you to grow your practice without you having to be the one doing all the things all the time. That's why I feel like this one's really important and I'm excited for you to hear it. Plus my guest, Sarah, is just awesome. I think that you'll really love her. If you've been in the Aligned Women program, or if you've taken any of the Aligned Marketing courses, what you hear in this episode is not going to surprise you, but it's going to reaffirm what you've learned in those programs or courses, which I think is really helpful. So thank you, Sarah. Additionally, if you feel just kind of like all the old ways of growing our practices are not for you, and you don't want to go out there and hand out 100 business cards a day, or don't even feel comfortable doing that now, but yeah, you still want to attract the right patients to your practice, this episode is for you. I could say more, but I think that the best thing is for us to just get started with this episode. After you listen, I would love to hear your takeaways, your insights, and what you learn over in Align Chiropractors. So take a listen, check the show notes if you want to learn more about Sarah. Join us over in Align Chiropractors after the episode. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with Sarah Juliusson. She is the website doula. I know that hearing the website doula, you're like, tell me more. What's that? You want to know more about, about Sarah and what she does. So I'll let Sarah introduce herself to you. And then we're going to specifically focus later in our conversation on SEO, what it is, why it's important, and what you need to know about it. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Thank you so much for having me here, Danielle. 
They're so welcome. I think what you have created here is absolutely essential. When we are holistic practitioners and doing work that we feel deeply called and meant to do, sometimes the business aspects, and in particular, the online aspects, can feel really daunting. And we'd really much rather spend our time with clients than focusing on these kind of back-end things that can feel so daunting. Mm -hmm. So I am the website doula. And what that means is that I provide strategic web design for wellness practitioners so you can thrive online. And I take care of all the technical aspects of web design, right? I am a designer and a developer, but I do it with the spirit of a doula, which means that you are nurtured and supported to step fully into having an online presence that truly represents you and can effectively market your practice. So yes, you really can have a doula for your website. I really think that it's such a cool name, if you want to call it a name. In those three words, it really speaks to who you are and what you do, who you help. It's awesome. I wrote down in my notes for our interview today to ask you if that name was something that was really obvious to you or did it kind of evolve over time? How did that come to you? Oh, it was immediately obvious. Uh, I actually was a doula and a childbirth educator for over 20 years. And so I had my own practice, ended up with an agency with many people working with me. And over the years, gained a lot of experience managing my own website and started to kind of really geek out on it. I found that I enjoyed these aspects just as much as I enjoyed supporting clients. And so a new calling emerged for me to do this work and support other holistic practitioners around the world better do their work. It just made sense to bring the two of them together. And frankly, there are so many parallels between birth and launching a website. You know, we get stuck at six centimeters, we feel vulnerable, we feel overwhelmed. It can be painful sometimes. And a big part of my role is helping women practitioners really find their strength online. It's a beautiful continuation of the work I did for two decades. One of the things that I noticed about how you support people is that you seem to be quite aware of what we call in my program, target marketing. Probably really obvious to you, but it's not obvious to everyone, especially within chiropractic, because when we go to chiropractic school, we're taught Everyone who has a spine and who is breathing is a chiropractic patient. And we can help with potentially anything. So then we leave school and we go about trying to teach everybody everywhere about chiropractic. And for a variety of reasons, I feel like it doesn't work well. And it's demonstrated um, by the data, I believe, as well. In 2018, the ACA, our American Chiropractic Association, reported that roughly 10.7% of the U.S. population utilized chiropractic care. Now, I don't know if that meant had utilized chiropractic care in that year or ever. So I'd have to go back to reference that to be more clear. But still, only 10.7% of the total population when we believe that we have a service that everyone needs. But we're not reaching everybody, right? And so I teach in my program to unwind, unlearn that thought process that that's what marketing is. And to really hone in on who is it that you do want to market to. Not necessarily like building a niche practice, because that's a bit different. But who do you want to market to? If you had to pick one person, who is that one person that you would want to attract into your practice? It's quite challenging to unlearn that. 
I think I started six years ago. But when the idea was introduced to me to not just pick a target market, because I knew that much, but like to really hone in on one person as the ideal patient avatar for your business, I was like, oh, so be that specific. Got it. I just embraced the idea or the concept. And you really do need to be that specific. I want you to imagine somebody cruising the internet, trying to find a chiropractor. And they've heard chiropractic can be helpful. They maybe have a particular health issue that they're needing support with. How are they going to choose? Let's say there's 10 chiropractors in your community. How can they tell the difference between these different practitioners? They're not going to go in and meet each one of you to make that decision. They're making a decision based on what they see from your website, based on what they hear from a friend. And even if they get that personal referral, they're still going back to the website to make sure that what they heard is confirmed in a visual and a kind of felt sense from what they find on your website. You need them to be able to recognize you. And if they can't tell the difference between you and the nine others in your community, you're not doing your job with marketing. And your website is a wonderful opportunity to speak to that target client. And I think when we say, well, I serve everyone or I can help everyone, that could be true. Anyone technically could walk in your door and you could make a world of difference for them. We're not saying don't do that for the widest population possible. We're saying make yourself as recognizable as possible to the ideal client so that you know they can find you. And then from there, there's going to be a radiant circles of people that are aligned, but maybe slightly less so. And and you're going to get decreasing return from the outward circles, but you're going to get a much higher return in terms of conversion for potential clients when you're finding the people that are in that inner circle. That's a really great point. A lot of chiropractic websites are very generic. And so you land on the website and you're like, this looks like all the other chiropractic websites Mm -hmm. that I've been to. Now that might be because the individual person built their site to look like a chiropractic website, thinking that's the way to do it. Or because they have had a service that sort of has like a template in a way, build their site for them, which is the same site that they build for all their other clients. Mm -hmm. So you land on the site and it's just like, about chiropractic. It's not about me as a website mm-hmm. visitor. That's also a big mindset shift too, is it's not about chiropractic per se, or acupuncture or naturopathy or whatever modality you might use. You want that person to feel like they're in the right spot. Mm-hmm. You want them to land on your website and instantly have that sense of, I might have just found my solution. I feel a connection here and I am excited to learn more. Because what happens next when they feel that way? They click. We want them to take action. And if they don't feel that instant sense of recognition and validation, if instead they feel overwhelm or confusion, you're going to lose them and they're just going to go to the next search result. Yes. So my next question was how you got started doing this work, but I think that you kind of answered that question. Organically. Just as you emerged into this aspect <laughs> yeah. of, you know, no, I had no idea traffic. where I was going. I couldn't have planned this path. That's if, for sure. I, if somebody had told me I was going to be doing websites even 15 years ago, I would have been like, you're insane. Right. And it's been almost a decade now and I love it. Let's focus in a bit more on SEO then. Mm-hmm. So for someone that 
does not have any idea, no pre-existing knowledge of SEO, how would you describe to that person what SEO is? So SEO is search engine optimization. So you guys search all the time. You do a bajillion searches a day for pizza (laughs) or phone number for your kid's school. We all know how to search. Engine is simply kind of the way in which Google and some of the other search engines are operating. And optimization is making sure that our website can be read by those engines. And so there's things we can do on the kind of the front end, the visual end of our website, and things we can do on the back end of our website that make it optimized so that search engines such as Google know where to place us in the search rankings. I think as you listen to this, it becomes clear why that's important. Why is SEO important for a natural healthcare practitioner's website? First of all, um, this is obvious, but I'm just going to say it out loud. Google cannot sit down with you for tea. You can't have a lovely networking market, you know, marketing meeting with Google. Google has no way to know how good you are unless you tell it. And the way you tell it is by putting factors in your website and also the way outside people interact with your website so that Google can tell where you fit within the practices in your community. And so, yes, there are X number of people in your community or your region that could be fantastic clients for you, both in your inner niche and the outer ones. But if they can't find you, you're missing out, right? So search engine optimization is a really simple set of techniques. And I I know I just used the word simple, and that's not the word most people use with SEO. But there are simple changes that you can make to the front end and the back end of your website that can make a big difference. And even if you just end up increasing your traffic by 10%, that's a 10% increase in your business. And if you look at your numbers, that makes a difference. And over time, the changes that you make today are going to build on each other and you're going to rise higher and higher in the rankings. So it helps your website to become more visible, Mm -hmm. more easily findable. And I would add to that, if you're busy with your family, especially maybe in the pandemic era, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you don't have a lot of time to give to marketing, or you just don't really love marketing or what you can do in your area is restricted, like in-person things, for example, what else do you have? But also everybody is at home online. So why not take that opportunity, right? Everybody comes to me and says, well, I need you to get me on the page one of search results. It's like this golden ticket to success. And they think if I were only on page one, I would have a successful practice. And Unfortunately, it doesn't really work that way because SEO needs to, there's a couple of reasons why. First, while page one results get 91.5% of traffic, right? People almost never go to page two or page three, let alone page five of search results. Even within those 10 or so results on the front page, the top result gets 33% of the traffic. The second result gets 18%. And the last person on that list gets only 2.4% of traffic. Wow. And so it's not just about page one, it's about the top three. And if you're in a major metropolitan area, that is not easy. There's over 200 plus factors that go into how Google is evaluating your site. And there's only a certain percentage that we have control over. And even that we know what they are, Google hasn't even told us what many of them are. And it's continually changing the bar because it's continually trying to prevent people from trying to trick it. 
And so our best strategy is to have a long-term vision for our search engine optimization, that it's something we do over time. It's not something you do once and then magically you're on page one. It's something every month you do just something more, something more, something more. It's consistency. Yes. I accidentally surveyed over 900 chiropractors in 2019, just a little bit over a year ago from the time that we were recording this and asked them what their biggest struggle in marketing was. And I thought it would be like, they didn't know what to do or like they're afraid to do live videos or something. Mm -hmm. It was hands down, 90 plus percent of the 900 said that their biggest struggle was to be consistent. And I was like, whoa, because I have a marketing degree from undergraduate (laughs) school. To be fair, we weren't taught the most important thing about marketing is to have a target market and be consistent. But it just never crossed my mind to not be consistent. It seems so obvious to me. But yet it's a hands-on practitioner's biggest struggle with their marketing because they give so much time to people one-to-one. They have very little time Mm -hmm. for all the other things to do in their business. But again, that just reaffirms that this is a very important piece of your marketing plan. And that plan needs to be something that keeps running in the background consistently for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be hands-on with it all the time. And ultimately, when you have good SEO, your website's just going to work for you, right? People are going to magically schedule appointments and you're going to have no clue where they came from, but there they are on your appointment calendar. And these things that we're changing on the back end and the front end are going to make a big difference to how Google sees us. But the other piece of this is how effective your actual website is. Because all the traffic in the world is not going to help you if people land on that website and don't feel resonance. If they don't see themselves reflected, if they don't feel connected, if they feel overwhelmed or confused. So your design and your content and your images matter a lot to your SEO. So that brings me back around to the websites that all look the same. You might get a lot of traffic to your site and not realize that the next objective is that there's not just traffic to your site, but that when someone lands on your site, they actually do something. They take Mm -hmm. an action of some kind. They opt into a newsletter or they call your office to schedule or they book online. Or even they just stay on your website longer than a minute. Mm. And so Google, one of the things Google measures to assess how valuable your website is, is how long people hang out there. And so if you have really excellent blog content and really effective linking strategies between pages and your average site time, the average visitor time on your site goes up, that helps your rankings. So it's all these little micro changes that we can make that add up to the difference you're looking for. So what would you want someone to know who is just getting started with their practice Mm -hmm. or maybe has a practice, but hadn't had a website and now wants to build a website? That's a big question. So I would say the first question is your platform and where you're building that site. If you're building it yourself, popular builders are Squarespace, Weebly, Wix, and WordPress. In terms of SEO, I would stay away from Wix and Weebly if you want to have a chance at good SEO. If you're planning to blog a lot, I would advise you against Squarespace. The blogging capacities for SEO are are relatively limited. For those of you that are really wanting a long-term site that's going to grow with you and have inherently excellent SEO with all the tools you need to gauge that, it really is a self-hosted WordPress website is your answer. 
WordPress scares me because it seems so technically challenging. It used to be for sure. Like even five years ago, if I'd said DIY and WordPress together, it would have been like, no. That was Um, me five years ago (laughs) trying to DIY a website through WordPress. And I was like, this is crazy. I'm spending so much time just trying to figure out how to make this site look halfway decent. So what's happened in the past few years is WordPress has evolved to have the same drag and drop flexibility as you find in some of those other builders. With the key differences being a functionality and flexibility. So you have a much wider range of what you could do with it. Uh, You're not as limited within kind of the confines of the builder. And SEO, it has all the tools you need to really gauge how you're targeting your market, both within your blog and within your page content to do it effectively. And without those tools, you're kind of flying blind. Well, that's really good to know. I'm not saying hop on wordpress.org, pick out a template and go, because that's still going to be challenging for you. If you're interested in kind of a drag and drop environment with WordPress, book a free consult with me. I'll talk you through your options. There's still a thousand and one different ways to build a WordPress website. But if you are looking to have a foundation for your practice that you can grow with, it's WordPress all the way. This isn't SEO specific per se, but someone that has an existing website, maybe it is sort of the cookie cutter template website that I've described, or just a very plain basic website that maybe they put together themselves or someone else did for free or very inexpensively. It fit for that time. And now they're wanting to take it to the next level. How would you guide that person? What would they want to be looking at and making sure that they do in this process? First, I think it's important to acknowledge that website trends change quickly. And so a website that felt very up-to-date and current and modern three years ago even can feel dated today. That's how quickly it shifts. As well, you all are growing and changing in your practices. And the way you talk about your practice, the types of photos you would choose, the way you want to represent yourself shifts. Yeah. It should. It's not meant to be a static thing that you create once and then leave alone forever. So I would say refreshing or rebuilding your website every three years is very normal and healthy. I strongly encourage clients to look at the story brand approach to copywriting. It's a fantastic model that helps you shift from kind of, I as the chiropractor will be the hero that solves all your problems to, you know, where are you in your journey and how can I guide you to the place you need to go? And we'll provide you with some really solid tools and they've got lots of great free resources. So in terms of thinking about your copy, I would recommend that you go there. I also encourage people to just hang out online and look at other websites. You're not looking for like the perfect website that you want to copy, but look for styles and approaches that resonate with you. And don't just look at chiropractic sites, look at coffee shops and nonprofits and favorite writers and look for the things that make you go, ooh, that's different. That's interesting. That, I think my ideal client would feel resonance with that so that you're kind of gathering a sense of what's working now because what worked three years ago, five years ago, isn't working anymore. So right before I met you, I had just had my website redesigned and it had been the same basically since like 2015 or 16. It was really, really basic. And I built it through Squarespace. I had the site redesigned. I had totally signed myself up for this process. And the site now is only like a few weeks old and I'm already like, yeah, feel like I need a new website already. 
I just feel like, especially in this time period, I have grown and learned so much and changed. And I feel like I'm looking at things differently. So as you're talking about outgrowing your website, I'm like, yeah, well, I was way overdue. And now I'm already feeling kind of ready for something different. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to jump into that project right now, <laughs> but I'm just putting that out there for people that, you know, they might feel kind of like their website is an ongoing, ever-changing type of adventure. It's probably kind of normal. And ideally, you're in a platform that has the flexibility to grow with you. That's for me as a designer, that's absolutely key that my clients never have to start from scratch again. Yeah. Right? That whatever you create can evolve with you because we're meant to evolve as practitioners and our client base is going to shift as well over time. I've been doing website design since 2011 and I've had clients that I've worked with on multiple sites over those years and I've watched their practices grow and change. And it's one of my favorite things about this. Seeing us become the practitioners we're meant to be and letting our websites reflect that. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about SEO? Yeah, just a few more things here. So I just want to share a few quick technical things so that you have a sense of the elements that are important to pay attention to. You know, Google is scanning the internet and it's quickly trying to find out who you are, what you do, where you are, and who likes you. Who you are is basically who you are and what you do, right? What's your name? What's your practice? What are your certifications? Where you are is something a lot of people somehow manage to miss in their websites. It's really important that you list your location if you have a street address and the surrounding towns um, and have that easily accessible on every page. And who likes you is kind of who's linking to, who's interacting with your content. And it's part of how Google's gauging how valuable you are to people who are searching for you. And so it's using factors that are on your page and off your page to figure that out. It's looking at the headers and the subheaders on your pages. It's looking at the settings behind your images. It's looking at your content and how often your keywords are being used. It's looking at the map of your site. It's looking at whether or not your site is secure. So if it has that little padlock thing, it's looking at how well your site performs on mobile because over 50% of people are using their cell phones. And so there's all these different factors that we need to optimize to make sure Google can understand us. And when we talk about keywords, I want you to think about each page on your website as an opportunity to show up for a different keyword. And yes, obviously, chiropractor or chiropractic clinic are really obvious ones. But there's also like prenatal chiropractor, family chiropractic, complete chiropractic, chiropractor sciatica, wellness chiropractic, walk-in chiropractic, chiropractic massage, chiropractor cost. People are looking for all these different terms. Chiropractic adjustment is actually one of the top ones. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have thought that. And so letting ourselves think of it as kind of like a web that you're trying to show up for. So you're creating multiple threads that lead back to you letting yourself be the center of the chiropractic SEO universe and and through your blogging, through the content on your pages, creating as many opportunities as you can for people to find you through these different threads. And that's where the ongoing commitment to SEO comes from, right? You're not going to magically show up for all those terms on day one, but if you set an intention to do so and keep on adding content relevant to those things, you're going to start showing up everywhere. And that's your goal. You want someone who searches online for a local chiropractic to be like, you just kept showing up. Yes. You were everywhere. 
I've actually heard that. I see you everywhere. Well, hi. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Thank you. And it will take time. It's not like a magic thing you can sit down and do tonight and you're on page one for 15 different results. It's going to take years, but let yourself have a strategy and allow it to be organic because that's what's going to make it effective. So for anyone that just heard Sarah say it's going to take years and you're like, oh my gosh, why bother? Or worse than that is I need people in here now. Remember what I always say is to not need the people more than they need you. Don't put yourself in a situation where your expenses are so high that you feel like you've just got to get as many people in there as possible so that you can also do the things that build your business over the long term and they're sustainable. All this noise about doubling your practice, tripling your practice seems great. But the question after that is, is that sustainable? How long did that double last? How long did that triple in volume last? And that's actually a lot more important for not just your business, but also for your health and your family. And if- I won't stay on my soapbox <laughs> about that for very long, but, <laughs> but really it's ability online grows by just 10% a year. You're doing well. Every 10% is more clients. Yes. So my last question for you is not one that I had prepared you for, and it's not even actually one that I wrote <laughs> down, but it's something that I'm becoming more conscious of. And I've been asked about, and there's a limitation for me on how much I can support someone or guide someone in this right now in the conversation of diversity, inclusion, and equality, how do we do that with our websites? How do we reach a target market while also creating an atmosphere of inclusivity and diversity? And that's on a lot of people's minds right now, because if you've been in my programs for like the last three or four years, we've talked about target marketing and we haven't talked about diversity. We haven't talked about equality. We haven't talked about inclusion. We haven't talked about how we make sure that the care that we provide is accessible to people that we may not otherwise be thinking about making it accessible for if we're not being conscious of it. What are your thoughts on this? I think a part of the conversation that I have a lot with clients is photography. And so I hear particularly from a lot of well-meaning white clients saying, I want to make sure that my practice reflects the diversity of my community. But in reality, their practice doesn't, you know, their actual client base at this time does not at all. And so they turn to stock photography and there's a very limited pool first of stock photography showing people of color in ways that are not incredibly stocky. And there are many women of color in particular who are saying, please don't use stock photos of us when that doesn't represent your practice. That is kind of appropriation or that's using us to market to us and that doesn't feel respectful. And so that's a conversation I'm having with a lot of those clients is, you know, what would it look like to truly represent your practice as it is and your intentions for your practice without using stock photography to create a false impression of diversity. So that's an interesting conversation and everybody has a slightly different take on it. I think having an inclusivity statement, a statement of commitment on your footer is really key. I'm actually working on one for my website right now and thinking through how I as a business can better represent my values and my commitment to the wider community. You 
can also look at just your business practices, right? Like who are you hiring? What do you have in your bookshelves? In your blog strategy, are you writing about the challenges faced by communities of color in terms of back health, for example, access to care? If you live in a community where sliding scale would be of benefit, how can you do that in a way that's sustainable to your practice while also ensuring that your care is accessible? I've had some clients actually set up funds where clients of means can contribute to support them being able to see a percentage of clients that would otherwise never be able to access care. So, I mean, I think there's countless ways that we can do this, but it takes intention and commitment and a really conscious approach. It's not something we can just kind of patch on and kind of like SEO, it's an ongoing journey. Yes. That's, I think my takeaway right now is that a lot of people are just coming to the realization that this is something that they want to do a better job of, and not just doing, but also being about that. They're like, they're feeling kind of in a hurry and there is some urgency. And there's also the long-term and ensuring that we're doing the things that we need to be doing over the long-term and not just like for right now, because it's the conversation right now. This is where we are going as a culture. Yeah. Society. And how am I going to let my business be a positive role or a positive force in that? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. If someone wants to learn more about you, about what you do, where's the best place for that person to go? You can find me at the website doula.com or of course on Facebook or Instagram also at the website doula. I do have a wonderful DIY website hub that is full of free resources for you. And I will share the information with this episode. So you can sign up for that and access all sorts of wonderful PDFs and tutorials. As well, I have free consults. So if you are in a place of feeling overwhelmed by your options for choosing, you know, which direction to go with your website or need feedback on what you've created or what you've created just isn't working for you and you're trying to figure out the next step. Or if you're interested in talking about design options with me, I'm happy to do a free 20-minute consult with you and you can book those on my website. As well, I do have a wonderful DIY website school designed for holistic practitioners like y'all. And so it provides you with a fully designed website template. All you have to do is plug in your content and your images and Magically, you have a beautiful WordPress website, and then that template is totally flexible. So you can turn it into whatever you need it to be over time so that you never feel stuck with your website. You have something that you can grow with. That sounds like exactly what I needed about (laughs) eight years ago. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's here now. And I'm offering all of your listeners 15% off with the coupon code ALIGN. And you'll also find that link in the podcast notes. Awesome. That's the perfect coupon code. Sarah, thank you again so much for everything that you have shared today. It's been really fun to kind of geek out on (laughs) SEO with you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's a topic I love talking about. I I think we should make friends with SEO because it really is your friend. It makes a big difference in your success. Awesome. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women Podcast. If you love this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic. Think of your classmates and the woman who practice near you. Is there one who you know is tired, overwhelmed, exhausted, or just burned out? If so, let her know about the Aligned Women podcast right away. 
And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into Aligned Women's proven method for women in chiropractic on how you can have more time freedom and more financial freedom, how you can build a practice full of the right patients, not just more of them, and how you can feel confident that you're making the impact you were born to make as a chiropractor. Be sure to grab the Aligned Chiropractor's Survival Guide at AlignedChiroSurvivalGuide.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.